Welcome to the Goldmine Podcast. This is Pat Prince, editor of Goldmine, the music collector's magazine since 1974. And you can go to goldminemag.com for other content or pick up the magazine at select Barnes & Noble and Books A Million stores every other month. You can also go to shop.goldminemag.com for exclusive vinyl and box sets and unique merch and collectibles okay so our guest for this podcast episode will be the producer composer and drummer leslie mandoki and uh, leslie's prog rock supergroup mandoki soulmates i call it prog because it's uh, so adventurous and open-minded but mandoki soulmates incorporates a lot of genres into this uh, into their rock platform including jazz music. Of course, they have great collaborations with Ian Anderson, for instance, of Jeff Hotel, uh, musicians from Supertramp, and guitarist Mike Stern and Al Dimiola. Uh, just for starters, I mean, there's a lot of people connected with this project and uh, that he brings out for this occasion this new album that he put out called Utopia for Realists. Uh, on Inside Out Records, and uh, Leslie is quite uh, quite the composer. He's well-connected on the scene, like I said, and he actually started from humble beginnings behind the Iron Curtain in Hungary. Leslie likes to say that uh, music itself is the great unifier, and the music he conducts is certainly about peace and harmony. So we'll be right back with Leslie to talk about Mendoki Soulmates and the new album Utopia for Realists, Hungarian Pictures. Uh, start off with you being in New York. Now, you were here for Thanksgiving uh, and went to visit Al Dimiola, right? Yeah, and uh, I saw everybody. You know, I was in Los Angeles and, uh, and uh, I had interviews and lots and then then I came to see uh, uh, Al and, uh, and all the other. Now, for those to be introduced to this music, maybe you can explain the title, Utopia for Realists. Well, it's a kind of simple thing. Uh, my generation uh, had a glorious moment 32 years ago as the Iron Curtain was uh, coming down. And then, we are, for sure, for good reasons, we are very proud of that. But uh, we made a lot of mistakes, and, and uh, uh, today we have to stand up uh, and say to our children, to the young rebels, yeah, we made substantial mistakes environmentally, socially, and many other fields in our social life. And, uh, and Utopia for Real is just a 180-degree U-turn to, to uh, get away from the greediness uh, back to humanity. And uh, and so, so just uh, let's get out of the, this news bubble and uh, echo chamber of uh, social pornography uh, and get out of the greediness and, uh, and get back to more uh, substantial uh, fundamental values uh, uh, and let's bridge over the, uh, the, uh, the division because this is the greatest challenge that our society is facing at the moment is the, is the division. We feel yes. uh, how, how strong is, how painful it is, and, uh, and this music is actually the soundtrack for that. It's a very ambitious uh, rediscovery of prog rock, 
with a little jazz rock flavor. Um, and uh, and as it was in the end of 60s and the beginning of the uh, 70s, uh, prog rock and jazz rock uh, a very uh, important uh, move, movement for, to raise our voice. The mm -hmm. same goes now. Uh, uh, again, uh, the same situation, similar situation. And uh, they have a message with this music uh, that the old rebels, what we are, uh, uh, should take the hand of the young rebels as our children and, and uh, let's overcome the challenges in our society because the pandemic is like a, is a character test for all of us. Uh, individually for the families, for the bands, for the groups, for companies, for nations, uh, neighborhoods, uh, um, and uh, for the whole mankind. And, and uh, so it's just uh, like a magnificent glass. It just shows all the problems that uh, society was stronger. Mm. And, uh, and we only overcome these divisions in a society if we uh, hold each other's hand and, and, and really work to bridge over uh, the division. We are living in a gap, as it is. so, so uh, that's why the songs are like "Wake Up," like "Young Rebels," "Old Rebels," uh, um, you know. So this, uh, these are these are the strong messages, and mm -hmm. the music is is a kind of what, what we always played uh, uh, the visionary music with uh, with a lot of uh, experienced rebels like Ian Anderson, of General Taylor, John Halliwell, Supertramp. On the one hand side, but uh, also a lot of young superstars like. Uh, Corey Henry, uh, again, he has two nominations, uh, so uh, Grammy nominations, some, uh, Richard Bona, but also with, with uh, uh, iconic legends like Elvin Mauler, like Randy Bracken. Now, the seeds for all this were planted when you met with John Lord of Deep Purple and Greg Lake of ELP, right? Yeah. Before they passed away, correct? And actually, uh, we had a, had a, uh, about 16 years ago, uh, we had a lineup. Uh, Peter Fenton was on guitar, Jack Bruce was on bass, and John Lord on Hammond, and uh, Matthew Gunn on synthesizer, and um, uh, Ian Anderson, and Bobby Kimball, uh, Chris Thompson, and Greg Lake. And then uh, one night, Greg Lake and uh, John Lord came up to me and uh, talking to me about Bill Abato. Yes. And uh, being a Hungarian-born guy, of course, uh, uh, it was for us as a, as a uh, some, uh, some, uh, somehow like our John Coltrane uh, from this way around, or Jimi Hendrix, and, and uh, so we, we discussed that, uh, and uh, I was trying to get the rights that we can make it together, but very unfortunately, I couldn't get the rights either. But now the rights were available because it's. Uh, 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 70 years old since the death of Bill Abato. So we put it down and had got this, uh, the sketches what I wrote uh, with Greg Lake and uh, John Lord in London. And uh, and now with Corey Henry and Alden Ola and Mike Stern, Randy Racker, and of course with Ian Anderson and the other, we just recorded it. And, uh, and we are, uh, I, I think this is our best record and uh, what we have done. And when I watch, uh, like, a prog rock suite, like Hungarian Pictures, your concerts are very visual. And, you know, of course, you you mix in Bartok's uh, favorite paintings. And did this visualization start? Because I know you have a history with animation and working with music and animation. Um, but you're also very visual as well as musical. Oh, yes. 
thank you so much for saying this. Uh, this is also our understanding of our music, our understanding. So, so uh, most for me, so important that during the COVID time, uh, we I had a little space because I couldn't go out. Yeah. Uh, we were not playing concerts, and I was sitting in my big studio, just about one and a half mile away from my home, and uh, I'm walking over every day, and and I could invent this new format, a visual album. Uh, based on the, uh, this visuality, animations with my friend Gabo Chupo, who was escaping comments together with me. Yeah. So it was a wonderful time. Uh, really, I, I really enjoyed uh, to meet our audience uh, yes. in this difficult, challenging time for everyone. Uh, something new, something fresh, something uh, uh, very special. Yeah. And, and I've heard you say... When you describe your music, you, you always want it to be culturally relevant and socially aware. Um, Absolutely. And maybe, you know, people don't realize how you fled a communist dictatorship in Hungary. You know so much about, you know, freedom and artistic expression, probably more than a lot of other people. So maybe you can explain that a little bit. Of course, more than happy to do so. Uh, you know, artistic freedom is, is, uh, is such, a, is such a, a natural need of every artist. And uh, the communist, so the dictatorship, is, is uh, creating a progressive art in any, any kind. Uh, especially progressive music, because uh, um, as later uh, decades... Uh, uh, I became a, a close friend of Lydia uh, Gorbachev, yep. former uh, president of the Soviet Union. He was telling me that, you know, let's say, uh, drug rock was uh, pretty much the soundtrack of the enemy because it was the soundtrack of freedom. Yes. Uh, that's why we had to do everything to, um, to, to get it out of the uh, system. That's why we... We were fighting and progress uh, so much. Right. And I was uh, inventing uh, uh, a turnaround, uh, to prove that I really mean this. Um, I was uh, just um, uh, allowing the uh, state-owned record company, um, Melodia, to release a Japanese. And I mean it seriously. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to open up a new age uh, of freedom and, and, uh, and tolerance. And that's, uh, that's how it was. Um, and so, how should I tell you? It is the freedom uh, of uh, art, and especially the freedom of, uh, of uh, this kind of music. What is, uh, what is truly, we have is right, that this is the soundtrack of freedom. Yeah. Uh, of, of individual freedom and, and um, uh, people are asking me very often how it was to grow up in a system where you don't have a passport and you get told that you will never see New York or Los Angeles or London in your life and if you are um, active in an opposition like a boss then you never have a chance to make a record or, uh, or you, you, you had a wonderful time in the illegal concerts. So because our followers, they, they knew exactly where we are. So Stewie hand-painted uh, little posters in the three universities 
and trust areas, the lobby areas, was absolutely enough to, to gather about eight to 12,000 people. And that's why we were so di uh, difficult and, um, and somehow dangerous for the um, communists because the people loved what we were doing and they were trusting us. Mm. And uh, so they were coming to the, to the conscience what we were doing. So, um, and that's why, uh, that's why basically we are so uh, how we are. And, uh, and if you feel, I mean, of course we are living now in a free society. Uh, but while we have serious substantial challenges in our society, so that's why we should reinvent uh, uh, this kind of music, uh, this kind of program music. Because mm -hmm. uh, uh, we need, again, uh, uh, to wake up and, uh, and uh, we need to, that the old rebels uh, like I am and uh, the most of the group members are taking the hands of the young rebels and, uh, and uh, trying to uh, overcome the challenges together. Which is what the, the song The Torch is about, right? Passing on the torch to a younger generation of musicians and artists. Absolutely. We are no soldiers of your future. Stay hungry, foolish, young. Stay hungry, foolish, play along. And the world you're living in is all we gave. We're passing on the torch. Passing on the torch, be strong, be brave. Be strong. And, yep. um, and uh, that doesn't mean that we are not with. It's just, right. uh, it's just, it's just that we just uh, carry this torch together. That's the idea. That, uh, that, uh, because uh, passing on the torch, yes, that we are not uh, in the sense that we are not applying for leadership. Because we know that our generation is responsible for a lot of mistakes, uh, so uh, we're just saying let's let's do it together. Yeah, well, you've always shown that you've developed a community of artists, of musicians, and have it ongoing. And what you call uh, you have a you call them soulmates, right? Correct. Um, Absolutely. Yep, and. A lot of these soulmates are people that artists that have their own fan base, but I think they'd love to participate too because they get a chance to collaborate with people that they might not ever get a chance to collaborate with. Um, you know, like Mike Stern was saying that it gives him a chance to play with other musicians he might not normally play with. Um, so it's nice that there's this community of musicians. It's kind of like uh, the Algonquin table when musicians get together and <laughs> and create, you know? Yeah, it's pretty much like that. Uh, and and goes, uh, you know, in uh, every way. Because it is also, uh, you know, for the more rock artists, this is unique to, you know, the, but this blend of, Strong rock and jazz rock. Yes. Uh, and it's, it's coming from the times as I was a refugee and in a refugee camp, um, 
the resettlement officer was asking me what I have on mind. So what, what, what I really want to do here uh, in, the United, uh, in, in the Western Hemisphere. And I said I would like to play with Ian Anderson. Oh. down and Eldie Maola for Richard Forever. It was 75 uh, at the refugee camp. And, I, and, uh, and the guy, uh, the resettlement officer, let me, you must be crazy. I mean, <laughs> the greatest heroes of our times. I'm saying, yeah, well, that's why I'm here. So, because I would like, uh, my ha I have a vision. I would like to melt the uh, 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 mostly British drug uh, uh, rock, like Jefferson, like Emerson Lincoln Palmer, like Trump yeah. and uh, and, and so on. Uh, I would like to mess with the uh, with forever and the weather report and and all these. Yeah, incredible artists because. I love the American virtuosity, the, the soloistic brilliance, and um, but I love the, the uh, intellectuality uh, and the composition, and also in a, uh, in, in every other form uh, of music and uh, lyrics and uh, production um, uh, of um, of the prog rock. So I would like to merge and I would like to meld these two directions, and it was my vision as I was 22. And mm. so. I'm still doing this. So this is actually the utopia for realists in, in, uh, in, a, in a living way. So that's, yeah. that's what it's all about. It it kind of speaks to your mantra, what you said is live your dreams and don't dream your life. Yeah, and exactly. And, uh, and I think that today in our society we feel that uh, we need a meaningful uh, music again. And uh, especially in the times of streaming, that uh, everything is on our phone, uh, we have to um, rethink a couple of things. Uh, we, have, we know, we feel, you feel, and everybody who's listening to us uh, uh, know that we are living in a news bubble and, and the echo chamber. Yes. We have to get again, uh, and, and it's a, you know, we have to realize that we invented systems which is a, uh, Pretty much a social pornographical effect, you know. It is, and, yeah. Uh, because uh, earlier, the ages, like let's say twenty years ago, um, if you or I or anyone who is listening to us would go to the desk of the secretary and look at it uh, when she's having a day off or in the evening, uh, uh, would look at her uh, uh, um, holiday photographs, and they would have committed a criminal act. Right, because it's her intimacy. But 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 today it is so self-explaining uh, that everybody is, is posting everything, you know. So um, so we we, we 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 went backwards. So uh, mankind was developing uh, the protection of intimacy, of personal life, of privacy yep. uh, for ages, and then we went backwards. Um, uh, and uh, so we have to uh, uh, reset our system to more valuable. Um, more substantial values yes. uh, in, in life. And we have to realize that a friend is not a friend who likes your uh, uh, doggy photo, on, 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 but uh, much more is a person who is who is having a beer with you when your doctor told you that you got cancer. You know, so, um, so this is, this, this, we have to go on different ways. Uh, so just, and, and for this reset, I wrote the soundtrack and we're playing it with, uh, so for, for a kind of 180 degree of uh, let's let's go away from the 
they invented the greediness, you know, of the, because we invented the casino capitalism uh, instead of, you know, the, the creative capitalism. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, we, we have to just stop for a, uh, take a uh, breath and I would say, okay, what was this COVID pandemic teaching us? You know, uh, mm. what was under this magnifying glass? What have we seen? Uh, how, uh, uh, what was our answer on this test of character uh, during the COVID uh, times? And hopefully it's over. But, you know, and, and my answer, my personal answer with the soulmate is different as the most of the musicians are saying, because I'm not blaming life uh, that we couldn't play so much, so many concerts in the last uh, period of time. I much more saying that it's time uh, that we realize that for decades our audience was uh, giving us the privilege um, to play music, uh, to give us the honor to, to walk on the sunny side with our music of life. And now it's time to pay back. Mm -hmm. Time to come to the uh, audience and look, this is what we worked out for you uh, during the pandemic. Mm. And this is what, what we are offering. And so, because I think we musicians are pretty much responsible for the, uh, for the light at the end of the tunnel. And, uh, and because uh, art becomes too commercial, you know? So um, when it comes down to paintings or this type of thing, um, and uh, writers and poets uh, having a, a long period of time until the books are getting out. But the musicians have a pretty direct link to our audience, pretty straight ahead link. And that's why we are responsible now for our audience. So it's not about to blame. Uh, I always say at the end of our concerts that thank you for uh, allowing me into your life. Thank you for sharing the vision. And thank you. Uh, 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 for all this privilege I had in my life because of you. But please, uh, don't accept your destiny. Just uh, don't follow that. Um, just create your destiny. This is the message. Yes. Uh, and I very much, um, I like the way how you call the, going back to soulmates, um, you know, a soulmate is more than just, like you said, a Facebook friend that you click you have experiential knowledge with them. Now, maybe if you can, you could describe what it was like to work with some of the soulmates that I'm going to ask about, uh, like Jack Bruce from Cream. Um, let me uh, begin at the end. So, Jack is very last performance of stage what we done was uh, about eight years ago. Mm. And as we were recording this very album, I can't recall anymore it was Alvin Mahola or Bobby Kimball, who it was, but if one of the soulmates came up, uh, as we were just having a little hang in the studio and had a coffee break, all of a sudden, uh, one of them said, hey, Leslie, we are missing Captain Jack. Uh, that's the way how we called him. His nickname was Captain Jack. Um, so I was just uh, saying to one of my young engineers, say, uh, please go down the basement of the studio and look through our archive. Uh, you may find something uh, which is sort of uh, 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 eventually usable, or outtakes of early recordings with Jack and 
in the summer. Yes. So about two days after, uh, one of my young engineers came back and said, okay, in the studio, we went through everything, and we found a couple of things, that, and I let them just show you the way out takes in the base and out takes in. Uh, and uh, we, did, we couldn't find full vocal tracks, and we did, couldn't find full bass tracks, but we found a lot of things. So, so we were uh, experimenting with that, and we built something together. And uh, we took a photo of Jack, and we put it in a frame, a black frame, and uh, we were lighting it in a candle. We put it in the middle of the studio, and we were sitting down in a circle around it, and we played with it. And this is on the record. Uh, let the music show you the way. Wow. So, uh, because it shows how much we loved him, and uh, uh, he was sort of really the, the, uh, not only the oldest in the sense of the age, but uh, also in the sense of experience. Yes. And uh, and, and so even uh, Ian Anderson, everybody was, uh, Ian, who is probably the most influential musician on earth, uh, also intellectually, uh, even he was looking up to, very much to uh, Jack, um, and, uh, but we were asking for experience with him. And I'll tell you one, uh, it's one of my favorite stories. Um, we were just doing the song that Dream was on the Fool. This was about 22, 23 years ago. And, um, and uh, Bobby Kimball was out in the microphone in the uh, recording room when I was in the control room. A check came in and, went and did what you know, I mean, I was, what I normally don't do, that uh, he would just take a seat next to me at the con behind the console, the mixing uh, desk. And, um, and he was just listening, and Bobby was doing extraordinarily great. I mean, one of the greatest singers on earth. So he was batting out, and, uh, and it was the middle eight of the song. It was very high, and, uh, and he was giving such a great expression. So I'm pushing the bottom of the door back. I said, Bobby, is phenomenal. Uh, give me just an alternate track, and then we are done. Jack is, uh, uh, I mean, let me just keep the bottom pushed. And he's saying, Bobby, you know what? It is really great what you're doing there, but let me come out and let me do it a little bit with emotion, with conviction, with a little bit uh, more energy. And, you know, in, in, in the back seat of the uh, control room, some other is just sitting like Eldi Maola or whoever. And um, so we were just a kind of, okay, Jack is maybe a little bit overdoing because it was just fantastic what Bobby was singing. So Jack goes out, Bobby comes in, you know, at the changing places, and Jack sings that uh, middle eight of that song. I tell you, we were just breathtaking. Mm. Uh, it was unbelievable. Yes, we did it with more emotion, with more conviction, and with a, such an expression that, wow, that, of course. And then even Bobby was, Oh, come on, this, this middle end goes to Jack. <laughs> Normally, I'm, I'm having always this and plan who is doing what then, you know? But uh, this uh, middle end was planned for Bobby, and then it went to Jack. <laughs> so this is the way how, how Jack was. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and I, I, I also, our very first session, I mean, uh, uh, I, I gave him the written sheet, um, and... Uh, 
And I don't know why, but last year, our keyboard player uh, was uh, kind of singing it uh, in the bass line. And but, well, of course, it was cool, you know, but he was having a mind, and it was just a, uh, what should I say, the, the most of his way to uh, what, what the bass uh, should do there. And then all of a sudden, uh, Jack is saying, you know what, Lazarus, it is great what you are having a mind, but let me do it like Jack Bruce would do it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and you know what, it was sensational. Yeah. So, so it's always been so made that, that uh, everybody had their own, and, and I wrote it down uh, for everyone. I mean, this is, this is the, your spot, and this, this is what you should do, and this is the way we're doing. Uh, but, but within that frame, everybody should do, of course, uh, in a very personal way, and a very typical way. How about Eric Burden? How was it, what was it like working with Eric? also worked with Phil Collins and that must have been as as someone who plays the drums that must have been a high for you because you probably you probably were influenced by Genesis right of course of course and what was that like um uh, first of all we were I, I have met a, a couple of drum kits in my big room uh, studio room so one of uh, my drum kits I was rebuilding before Phil came to sing um, to left-handed and yeah. standing next next to each other, you know. So uh, and uh, it was <laughs> obvious that we sit down and we play a solo with each other, you know, so they start trading free, and it was so lovely. So we really it was an incredible fun. It was very joyful, I must admit. <laughs> uh, so, it, 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 uh, <clears throat> it was a really four bars, four bars, four bars, four bars trade we made. And, and they had so much fun. And uh, was playing like he is humorous, a genius, uh, and, and so, such a personality. Oh, wonderful. I mean, uh, really, it just... just just a, what, a, what a great, uh, legendary, uh, iconic hero, 
of our times, absolutely. It's so great how, going back to the refugee camp, how you said you would be playing with all these artists and how it has come true. Um, it is quite amazing. Uh, but you you knew it would, eventually. And oh, well, that must have been. You, you felt it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, um, I have a religion. The religion is to make it happen. Yes. You know, uh, because um, dreams are there to make it turn into life. Yes. You know, to make it happen. Now, and, uh, when will you bring everything to America on tour? I'm here, uh, uh, you know, to personalize the project with promoters, you know, and, and discussing this. Mm. Um, and uh, we, have, we have some giant uh, steps forward to, to make some uh, movements in America. You know, until right now, we only played once at the Beacon uh, and, uh, as the uh, uh, we were invited by the Grammy organization, as Grammy was in New York. Yeah. Um, and uh, 2018. Uh, but a part of this, we never played in America. Uh, a part of it, but I had a huge corporate concert once uh, at the Art Basel in Miami uh, because uh, uh, the German the car manufacturer Audi was uh, inviting us there. But it was just a close thing, you know. Right. Uh, uh, a two thousand journalists. So, um, the, but but we are we are just uh, working on it uh, because we would like to come to America. Uh, so we actually we are an American band for this way around. I mean, uh, an American with this band with a Hungarian refugee as a band leader. Right. Well, it'd be great for Americans to see. Like I said, the show the, the show is very visual. It's very much a concert experience. Yeah, because, uh, you know, we, we, we're not using any, uh, you know, kind of uh, light show or uh, laser or whatever. You know, we're also using the, the visuals that we're developing uh, through our music in our studio. Mm -hmm. And that's what we bring on stage. So, so it's kind of uh, a natural uh, thing, you know, to do, to, to do so as we're doing it. So, but it's just, uh, and, and we love what we're doing. And... Uh, and actually, uh, we are born to serve music, and we are born to serve our audience. And uh, I have, a, you know, as, as, as a, what we do is maybe maybe I put this in this word: uh, when someone is coming to a show or, or listening to our music, especially when he buys it physically, so haptically, it's Amazon, you know, just do the show, mate, and uh, you you order and you have it in your hand haptically, physically, then then you realize. This music is uh, or vinyl or CD, right? Even our CDs are looking like vinyl. So this is, um, we always uh, uh, thought that our music and our products or CDs and the vinyls are uh, much rather a uh, handwritten love letter to our audience than a, a simple text message, you know? Yeah. Well, I hope to, we all hope to see you here in America in 2022. And we love to come. We love to come as soon as we can. All right. Well, thank you, Leslie. And right, thank you so much uh, for having uh, me and uh, 
And thank you for allowing me uh, to talk to you and to your audience. As always, a, a wonderful moment of life to feel your support. Thank you so much. Thank you, Leslie. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Leslie Mendoki. Uh, if anyone is interested, you can pick up Mendoki Soulmates. Uh, Utopia for Realists, Hungarian Pictures on Inside Out Records. Uh, fans of Prague will love it. It's got a lot of guest stars like Ian Anderson of Jeff Tull and Al Demiola. So don't forget to check it out when you are looking through the bins of your local record store. Okay, this is Pat Prince signing off from Goldmine Magazine, the Goldmine Podcast. Go to goldminemag.com for exclusive content, and don't forget to pick up the print issue at select Barnes & Nobles and Books A Million Stores. Also go to shop.goldminemag.com to check out what we have in our Goldmine store. Unique vinyl and also collectibles. Okay, that's it. Tune in next time for the Goldmine Podcast. Stay hungry, foolish, young. Stay hungry, foolish, play along. And the world you're living in is all we gain. We're passing on the torch. Passing on the torch Be strong, be brave Be brave Be strong It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.